to the Humanity Church Podcast, a place where meaningful conversations around living by faith, being known by love, and becoming a voice of hope are shared with the world every week. We hope that you enjoy this podcast and will join us live on Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, online or at the historic Fox Theater in beautiful downtown Pomona. We also host humanity groups that meet all throughout the city and online to continue the conversation and support you in your ongoing spiritual journey. Find one near you by visiting humanitychurch.com. If you would like to financially support this podcast or the ongoing work at Humanity Church, you can text any donation amount to 84321 and give directly from your phone. Now, here's this week's podcast. So dear 2022, you are thirsty and you may not even know it. You know, the, the interesting thing about dehydration is that we oftentimes think of it like a, one of those cartoon scenes where some cartoon character is slumping their way through the desert, you know, and they're passing the dead buffalo bones, and they see some mirage, and they run to it, but it's just a pile of cactus, and then they fall down on the desert floor completely dehydrated. But that's actually not what dehyd- how dehydration normally works. It's actually far more complicated than that, because dehydration usually happens very gradually and then suddenly. Uh, when Marla was pregnant with our firstborn, Jackson, um, I became like one of those weird people who became obsessed with the birthing process. I was already obsessed with it beforehand, and if you know me, I kind of have like an obsessive personality, so whatever I'm into, I'm all in, 100%. And uh, so I I was amazed by the birthing process before that, because I'm like, how do you go from like two humans to three humans in like an instant. I know how it works, but you know, like the process is quite amazing. And then the nine months that leading up to it of raising a little human inside of you is really incredible. And so I was that uh, supportive, probably at times unsupportive husband who was constantly reminding her of everything that she needed to do to provide for our child that was growing inside of her. But one of the things that our midwife constantly said was, you need to drink water, you need to drink water, you need to drink water. Now I drink water by the gallon every day uh, Marla, not so much. And uh, so I, I was on her constantly about making sure that was, she was drinking water. And every time we went into our midwife, she had to go pee on a stick to let her know how hydrated she was. And every time she would say, I swear I drank enough water this time. And almost every time she peed on the stick and lo and behold, she was dehydrated. And it was a shock to her because she's like, I thought I drank enough water this time. And our midwives were constantly saying, honey, you have to, you have to drink more water. I think over the nine months of pregnancy, she was only actually hydrated once. Uh, and she, try, she was trying, I'm telling you. She was getting her cups in and trying to do that. And she always carried a bottle of water around with her everywhere she went. But it seemed like no matter how much she gave herself to the process, she never found herself hydrated. Because here's the thing, it's so easy to forget, right? You go about your day, you don't think about... I need to take a sip of water. I need to get something in me. I need to rehydrate in the middle of this. And here's the thing is that so many of us actually walk around dehydrated and we never know it. How many of you are actually thinking, am I dehydrated right now? How much water? When was the last time I drank water? Right, all of those things. David tells us this in Psalm 63.1. When he talks about the condition of his soul, he says, you God are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. See, what if our souls, just like our bodies, were actually dehydrated and we actually didn't know it? See, David here says, I thirst for you. 
I thirst for your presence to be with me here and now. The scriptures actually compare the presence of God to water in so many different situations. Now, our bodies obviously need water to survive. Studies have shown we can only go eight to 21 days without any water and you are done. You can survive during those times, but after that you die. And the longer in the same way that you go on without the presence of God in your life, connected to him in some way, shape, or form, your soul will eventually start to wither. And eventually you'll find yourself spiritually dead. Now here's the interesting thing about dehydration is that physically most people mistake the sensation of dehydration for hunger. Well, when they're thirsty, they actually think that they're hungry. And, and in fact, when you're trying to lose weight, one of the things that nutritionists will tell you is that when you're hungry, go drink a full glass of water, wait a little bit, and then if you're still hungry, then you can eat. And so here's the thing that oftentimes happens is we'll have this sensation of thirst and we'll mistake it for hunger and so then we go eat a hamburger. And then we are not only hungry again, but we're thirsty again shortly after because you're feeling the effects of being thirsty, but you're actually unaware that what you need is water. You're engaging in the wrong solution for what your body needs in the moment because it will never satisfy. And we actually do the exact same thing spiritually. See, often what happens is we feel the effects of being thirsty spiritually. We feel the effects of being dehydrated in our soul. And so we find ourselves in places like depression and just the overwhelm of life. We feel ourselves succumbed by, by fear and anxiety. We feel overwhelmed by the circumstances, powerless to do anything around us. We feel ourselves like moving towards bitterness and unforgiveness and resentment and isolation. We find ourselves in the loss of identity or being easily angered or we find ourselves living apathetic and we find all these symptoms of the dehydration of the soul coming in and we actually don't recognize it as dehydration of the soul. And so we go searching like we do physically to satisfy this craving outside the spirit of God. So, so we think, well, if I just get around more people, if I just improve my social life, if I just have more success, if I just get more money, if I just win my political debate, if I just get more influence, if I just have more likes, if I just get on TikTok, whatever it may be. And see, here's the thing. All of these things are designed to numb out the sensation of the craving that your soul is having. They're designed to take that craving that's saying, I'm so thirsty for a, a sip of the presence of God in my life, and it just numbs all of it. And so now we find ourselves spiritually thirsty, dehydrated, and we're numb to the awareness that we are actually dehydrated in this moment. Or maybe we find ourselves getting like really, really close. See, because here's the thing, when, when you're dehydrated, when you're thirsty, water is the only thing that's going to do it. I know for some of us, we're like, man, just give me a cold glass of beer or give me a nice glass of iced coffee. The problem is, is that when you drink those, when you're thirsty, you actually become more dehydrated. That <laughs> You actually become more uh, thirsty in those moments, even though they feel good for a moment or they resemble water. They actually do the opposite of that, only leaving us more dehydrated. And so when we're spiritually thirsty, even close enough is not sufficient. 
So you can't say, well, you know, I'm just gonna work towards being a really good person. I'm just gonna do really good things or I, I'm gonna go through the motions of religion and I, you know, I need to get back to church and I need to go back to my humanity group and I need to pray more and I need to do all of this stuff and I need to do some self-care because that would be really good. And we find ourselves going through the motions and they are always close enough, but close enough doesn't actually satisfy no matter how close it is. And I wonder for how many of us we find ourselves spiritually dehydrated, numbing out, checking out, and then when we find ourselves on the edge of death, that's the only time that we actually reach out to God. That the only time we actually reach out to God is when we're parched. And we say, God, I so desperately need you. And he says, yes, you absolutely do in the middle of this. And also, dear 2022, we are living in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Now here's the thing, every generation thinks that their cultural landscape is like the end of all civilization. And, uh, and you know, it doesn't even, you don't even take a, need to be a follower of Jesus to look around and be like, yeah, this would be a good time to kind of the whole human experience, right? Because it's just like, this is a mess, right? And I don't know how we're gonna fix this, so we could just call it quits now in the middle of this. But it actually gives me peace to know that like 2,000 years ago, David was like, oh, it's all gonna go to hell and this is a mess, right? Like this is the end of all things. I, I, I come from a long line of authors and I have books that my great-great-grandfather wrote that I read almost every single day. And he has a daily devotional. So I, I love that I get to be discipled by my great-great-grandfather every single day. And I'm telling you, when I'm reading through his writings from the early 1900s, he's like, just look at culture, everything's going to hell, Jesus is gonna come back any minute, how are we gonna solve these problems? And I realize they're having the exact same conversation that we're having right here and now. You know, the funny thing is, it actually gives me peace to know this because it makes me recognize it. it doesn't really have much to do with the cultural craziness all around us that makes this dry and parched. It has more to do with just the reality of the world in which we live. It doesn't have anything to do with political circumstances or cultural circumstances. It's just that this world doesn't have anything really to offer the, the thirst of our soul. It's dry and weary with no water in sight out there. So no matter how much sand you eat in the desert, until you get a drink, you will continue to waste away. Nice. See, not only are we thirsty and we keep numbing out the craving, but we are also living in environments where there's no water available to us. So what do we do? So dear 2022, your soul is thirsty and you may not know it. And dear 2022, you are living in a dry and weary land where there is no water available. But like David, when you actually recognize this, when you actually go, oh, my soul's actually thirsty. I actually need a sip from the presence of God on a regular basis. When you realize that the only source that will satisfy your soul is actually connecting to the presence of God and that source is unending, then you can literally drink it in and find yourself going, oh, this is actually what my soul is longing for. It's not all the externals. It's not that warm, fuzzy feeling. It's not when I finally get to X place in life, then I'll finally be fulfilled. It is here and now drinking deeply from the spirit of God on a regular basis. And it's only then that your souls can be satisfied. I, I've learned over the last uh, two years, really since the pandemic, that I really love 
being out in the garden. And I've spent a lot of time in my backyard, gardening, planting, learning about plants, learning about different ecosystems and whatnot. And so one of the things for the last two years that I have attempted to grow in my backyard is lavender. And I love lavender, I like the way it smells, I like the way it looks, and it's supposed to grow like a weed in Southern California. I mean, it actually says you can just throw it in the ground and it will grow, and for some reason, I have never been able to do that. And I've spent a lot of money and a lot of time on lavender, and I talked to some friends a few weeks ago, we, we, Marla and I cleared out a part of our garden and we started a little lavender garden out there, and they said, you have to be very, very careful about the water. And they just said, you, you can't water it too much. Literally, when you think it's like about to die and it's like literally on its edge, then water it, but do not give it a drink of water before then. And let me tell you, I have never been more vigilant about water in my entire life. I can tell you, I watered that thing on Thursday morning at 6 a.m. and I will water it probably tonight at 9 p.m. because we've been in a heat wave and I have a pH soil test kit that I got from Amazon to make sure that the whole thing's okay and it also tests the, the moisture in the water to let me in the soil to make, me, to make sure that I'm watering at the right time. And I am hyper-vigilant about how much water and the pH of that water that is going into our soil right now because there's a future that I intend to have with this lavender. <laughs> And it's working for the first time ever. <laughs> Lo and behold, when you start focusing on the water and how much and when and when it's needed, things start to grow. See, I wonder if we started paying attention to our souls in the way that I'm currently paying attention to our lavender. <laughs> that, that we were vigilant about when was the last time that I got a drink of the presence of God? When was the last time that I actually connected to him and had a meaningful experience? When was the last time we actually conversed or I was engaging in community with him and other people that had satisfied my soul? When was the last time I actually had a moment where I could say, yes, I encountered the presence of God? For some of you, you can immediately think, oh, that was last week in my humanity group, or that was yesterday when I was engaging the scriptures, or that was this morning even in my time of prayer. But for some of us, it may have been a very long time, if ever that you've had that, and I'm here to say that your soul is thirsty, but that's not bad news, because there is an oasis available to you on a regular basis through the presence of God. And if you would, one, be aware of your thirst, and two, be willing to take a drink, you can find yourself revived in the middle of this. So I'd like for you to find a partner, and I want to ask yourself two questions. How thirsty is your soul right now? And I just want you to ask, like, what informs that answer? Just take a check and go, yeah, it's been a long time. I feel dry. I feel there's some areas that feel like, like they're hopeless or maybe there's anxiety or maybe there's fear. Where are the areas in your life that you just feel, man, I'm just spiritually dry and how, what does that look like for you right now? And then the second question is, what does it practically look like this week to take a drink from the presence of God? For some of you that may be like, I just need to take some time in the morning and refocus my thoughts and pray. For some of you that might be like, I need to get back to my humanity group. For some of you it may look like I need to reach out to some people in my life who I know will encourage me. What does that look like specifically for you? And if you're online and you're watching on your phone or your computer, I want you to minimize your full screen and go into the chat. So Phil's there, I'm gonna join you online here in just a minute. Um, and so let us know the areas in your life where you're thirsty and where you need a drink, all right? Find some people, and if someone's awkwardly sitting there by themselves, invite them in, all right? Go for it. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope that it was a meaningful experience and look forward to having you listen in next week for another conversation from the heart and soul of Humanity Church. You can find more information about our community at www.humanitychurch.com.